0: are here for a reason. This, 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 this
1: news just in ready go, go,
0: go we are your news now right on radio for continuous coverage
1: the latest information separate fact from opinion get the truth
0: get the news <laughs> you're listening to right on radio You you are here for a reason. Welcome, everyone, to Right On Radio. Happy Sunday to you, if indeed you are watching this on Sunday. I appreciate each and every one of you coming in to the live chat. Uh, This will be the final week of the book of Jude, and it's been quite a ride going through this book so far, and I expect... Today will be no different at all. Oh, thank you so much, Shadow's. Shadow does mom. I, I don't have my glasses on yet, <laughs> but thank you kindly uh, for joining. Uh, I just put up this thing where you can join the channel, and uh, people have been asking for different ways to support the channel. So, this is just another way that you can do that. Uh, this is going to be an interesting. Uh, reading the book of Jude. I will go through the entire book once more because repetition is good for us to have because this is a very serious book, as I've mentioned before, and it is the last book in the Bible before the book of Revelation. And as we conclude this, this will be the third book that we've studied on right on radio. We started with Revelation, then we did Acts, and now This book, and I don't think that there's any mistake to the order that God has given us this. And so after we study the book of Jude, and we're going to be focusing on the end uh, part where, you know, for the conclusion, but also going back and forth to the beginning of the book, um, because I think they really go hand in hand. And after that, I'm assuming we're going to have time. I hope we do. Uh, what I would like to do is give you a little bit of a write-on radio history lesson, and it should clarify a few things. It should uh, open some people's eyes. Some people have been with us since the beginning. Uh, some people are new to the channel, but uh, I want to give just an overview, a history Historical perspective of where we've come from and where we are at now, and also a glimpse into the future of Right on Radio. I'm going to play a worship song in a minute. Of course, we've been featuring uh, members of the Right on Radio community singing worship songs, and it has been really, really delightful and uh, and blessed. Um, just fantastic. Christina last week it was such an anointed song. And the first week we did um, Ophira, of course, singing. And uh, we have more to come from each of those. Uh, before I play this song, and <laughs> I, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Uh, actually, let me pray first before I go out on a limb. That is wisdom from the Lord (laughs) right there. I'm telling you, um, I, of course I pray before I even go live, but, uh, I think, you know, it's, it's important for us to pray together as well. So father in heaven, I'm humbled by the opportunity to read your word and to study your word with such a great community that you have knitted together. And Lord Jesus, I thank you first and foremost for your word, because not only did you die on the cross for my salvation, for our salvation, and then send the Holy Spirit to be our comforter and to be our guide. So you would not leave us alone, but father God, you also gave us, a user manual for these flesh units that we sit in so we can understand where we came from, where we're going to, and Lord, how to get there, how to govern our lives, how to steward our world, how to deal with virtually every situation that we can run into in our existence on earth in these fleshly bodies you did not leave us unprepared but father you gave us a choice to come to you or not to come with to you there is no middle ground there is no halfway so father god i appreciate that you have let us study your word And Father, I pray for everyone who is here with us together that your word reveals even greater truths every single week and for the edification of the body and for building up the faith in those in the body, not in me, but faith in you. Jesus, You are the ultimate warrior. The Father has glorified you through your sacrifice and through all the things you've done, including just speaking out creation with your word. But the Father has glorified you. And we glorify you also. And even more so by your spirit, as indicated in your word and the word that we're going to read today. So, Father, I thank you for each one that is joining here today. I pray for strength in their legs, strength in their body. Father, a healing touch, a restoration unto you, Lord, a restoration into the fold that we may walk with the manifest God, in your spirit, Lord, each and every day, that we may have the desire to press in more and more and more. We choose it, Lord, but your spirit helps us. So we pray, Holy Spirit, who is God and fully God, who hovers over the earth and hovers over each one of us pray the Holy Spirit indwell in even greater measure. As we empty ourselves, Lord, we make more room for you. So I pray these things, and Lord, that you'll reveal the things that you want to reveal in this particular broadcast. So I pray right now the Holy Spirit, uh, I ask the Father and Jesus the Holy Spirit will work through me. You have my full permission to speak through me, Holy Spirit, and to help glorify the Son of God, the Son of Man, Jesus Christ. We give you the glory. Amen. Well, thanks for being here, everyone. Um, okay, the limb I was about to go out on. People who submitted songs to me last month know who they are. But this person in particular already knows that I'm going to play her song. And that's just going out on a limb. I did not communicate that I was going to be playing her song, but... I am confident that she knows that her song is going to be played. And why do I have this confidence? Well, it's because oftentimes this person and I, the Spirit of God speaks the same things to us. And I want to just say that this person, uh, many of you have a very special place in my heart the sing and pour prayer celebration that we do every Saturday and every Wednesday, Wednesday at seven 30 Saturdays at 8 PM Eastern standard time on our telegram channels. Uh, that is the most important meeting that we have all week. It supersedes the shows. It supersedes a lot of things. Uh, maybe not the reading of the word of God, but I think you understand what I mean. And it was, quite a while ago that, uh, well, I'd met Beulah. We'd, uh, Angie, uh, Shiloh had, you know, acknowledged something about, uh, a vision and things that, uh, that Beulah had done. And so I invited her on the show to share the testimony at that time. And it was very moving. And so I became very interested in her and her walk with the Lord at that time. And it was not too much later that the Lord had put it on my heart to ask her to form a prayer group in the name of Right On Radio, and she has headship over it. And I had made a condition on there that uh, she needed to have uh, Shiloh, Angie, as part of the team. And obviously, that became so. And as we see now, there have been two other leaders lifted up into Singapore, being Kimberly and Laura. And it's growing. Uh, But as I play this song, I'm going to ask you, to consider the words of the song, obviously, and, and, you know, worship God in it. But if you could keep in the back of your mind, Beulah. A couple months ago, Beulah started sensing, or maybe, I'm bad with time, maybe a month ago, I, I don't know. But she started sensing that there is maybe a new direction for her. And I felt the same thing. So this is not to take her away from Singing Poor. <laughs> you know I would be <laughs> I would be down on my knees and fasting to stop that from happening. However, um, do consider her in your prayers and lift her up into new things that Christ has for her. And without further ado, uh, today's ministry song.
1: Be thou my vision, O Lord of my Thou my delight, thou my soul shelter, and I my high tower. Raise thou me heavenward, O power of my power, reach as I. Which
0: lord what has happened to me i am such a softy now that song is very deep praise the lord jude a bond servant of jesus christ and brother of james To those who are called beloved in God the Father and kept for Jesus Christ, may mercy, peace, and love be multiplied to you. Beloved, while I was making every effort to write to you about our common salvation, I felt the necessity to write to you appealing that you contend earnestly for the faith that was once for all time handed down to the saints. For certain people have crept in unnoticed those who were long beforehand marked out for this condemnation, ungodly persons who turn the grace of our God into indecent behavior and deny our only master and Lord Jesus Christ. Now I want to remind you, though, you know everything once and for all that the Lord, after saving a people out of the land of Egypt, excuse me, subsequently destroyed those who did not believe and angels who did not keep their own domain but abandoned their proper dwelling place these he has kept in eternal restraints under darkness for the judgment of the great day just as sodom and gomorrah and the cities around them since they in the same way as these angels indulged in sexual perversion and went after strange flesh are exhibited as an example in undergoing the punishment of eternal fire. Yet in the same way, these people also dreaming defile the flesh, reject authority, and speak abusively of angelic majesties. But Michael, the archangel, when he disputed with the devil and argued about the body of Moses, did not dare pronounce against him an abusive judgment, but said, the Lord rebuke you. But these people disparage all the things that they do not understand and all the things that they know by instinct, like unreasoning unreasoning animals, by these things they are destroyed. Woe to them, for they have gone the way of Cain and for pay. They have given themselves up to the error of Balaam and perished in the rebellion of Korah. These are the ones who are hidden reefs in your love feasts, when they feast with you without fear. Like shepherds caring only for themselves, clouds without water carried along by winds, autumn trees without fruit, doubly dead, uprooted. Wild waves of the sea churning up their own shameful deeds like dirty foam, wandering stars for whom the gloom of darkness has been reserved forever. It was also about these people that Enoch in the seventh generation from Adam prophesied, saying, Behold, the Lord has come with many thousands of his holy ones to execute judgment upon all, and to convict all the ungodly of their ungodly deeds, which they have done in an ungodly way. And of all the harsh things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him, These are grumblers finding fault, following after their own lusts. They speak arrogantly, flattering people for the sake of gaining an advantage. But you, beloved, ought to remember the words that were spoken beforehand by the apostles of our Lord Jesus, that they were saying to you in the last time there will be mockers, following after their own ungodly lusts. And there are ones who cause divisions, worldly-minded, devoid of the Spirit. But you, beloved, building yourselves up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking forward to the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ to eternal life. And have mercy on some who are doubting. Save others, snatching them out of the fire, And on some have mercy without fear, hating even the garment polluted by the flesh. Now, to him who is able to protect you from stumbling and to make you stand in the presence of his glory, blameless with great joy, to the only God, our Savior, Jesus Christ, our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time now and forever. Amen. Uh, may the reading of your word be blessed. Well, folks, we uh, we did the, the hard parts in, uh, <laughs> well, I'm, actually all three uh, ones before this in studying the book of Jude. And we've covered a lot of apostasy and what God says about it. And I believe that we've received instruction on how we're supposed to deal with the Elohim or rather not deal with the Elohim, the fallen angels, but rather to make sure that it's done by the Lord's power and not by ours. So today, we're going to look at the final part of Jude, and that really is the the last five verses that we've done. Um, But I do want to just go back to the very beginning of this, and it sets up the end of the chapter. And this is one of the shortest books, if not the shortest book, I'm not sure, in the Bible, but this is jam-packed folks. And it's really important because every book of the Bible, uh, of the New Testament in particular, warns of the apostasy to come and the false preachers and the false doctrines. This world is full of it now, possibly more than ever before. And if not more than ever before, It's certainly amplified more than ever before because we live in this technological age. So just starting at the very beginning, um, halfway through verse 1, to those who are called beloved in God the Father and kept for Jesus Christ. You are called, and you are kept for Jesus Christ. And that's a contrast to what we see later in the chapter of those who have fallen away and gone the way of apostasy. Some of them are deceived. Some of them are purposeful. We are not their judge. We can use judgment in whether we want to listen to them or not, in particular, or endorse their message, but we are not the judge. The Lord is. The Lord rebuke you. Verse 2 may mercy, peace, and love be multiplied to you. Well, obviously we know what mercy and peace are, and love seems obvious, but I think when he's talking about love, he's talking about God here. And may God's presence be multiplied to you. And then he writes the appeal And I won't get into that. I'm just going to skip down to verse 20, where this really turns the corner here. Um, Actually, I'll start at verse 17, because this is going to be fairly quick. But you, beloved, ought to remember the words that were spoken beforehand by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. So... (laughs) To bring it to your remembrance. How do we do that? Well, it's really by repetition. You know, I've read the whole Bible. I don't remember the whole Bible. It takes repetition. It takes pressing in to him and into his word. And so... If we want to remember what the Apostle spoke of Jesus Christ, we need to continually be feeding. And where do we get our food? Well, this is our food. The Word of God is our food. And if we look back in Job, and I I always try to stay with the chapter, but in Job there's a reference to it's the Word of God before my food. And there's several other references that are done. But what were the apostles saying? In the last time, there will be mockers following after their own ungodly lusts. One of the reasons I believe the Lord has brought me to do this book of Jude, and it wasn't my pick, although I obviously went there, but I really felt guided to do it, um, and I feel guided that it's taken this long to get through it because there's so much. But part of my repentance, if you'll remember, you know, quite a while ago, I had sent my audience to another show. And I feel that there's apostasy on that show. I don't need to name names But I did a video on that person and I really did it in love, hoping that that person will turn their ways. And, you know, recently God has really put this person on my heart. But there was someone who was, in my opinion, uh, pretending to be a Christian, but mocking God. Because if you're truly a devout believer, you cannot mock God, you're just way too fearful. So part of my repentance is going through this and understanding, uh, what part of my journey is. And this is a personal thing. And, you know, I'm just being honest with you because, uh, you've given me your time. So I need to be clean with you and not build myself up to be grandiose um, look, I know how to do it, folks. If I wanted to, I could be a, a big YouTube star. <laughs> that, I don't want that. I don't want fame. I don't want anything. I want to stand before my Lord and say, and, and him say, you've done well. He is the only one I fear. People might accuse me of being fearful of not naming some names and stuff like that. No. I'm not fearful of them. I'm not fearful of people they are around. I'm fearful of my Lord. And my Lord, regarding certain situations, has given me specific instruction. And I've even sought counseling from many sources with this specific instruction. And not one person has disagreed with the instruction that I've received from the Lord. So I count that as being for sure from the Lord. But these are the ones who cause divisions, worldly minded, devoid of the spirit. What is, well, we know what divisions are and they cause divisions in the church and there's controversial people uh, that can cause divisions and sometimes that division is good because it, it gets you to think about things, and it gets you to be the Berean and search out the scriptures for yourself to find the truth. So some of it is good, and sometimes, listen, at the end of uh, the second book of Jude, I said something that is probably divisive in the church, in the body of Christ, about how we're supposed to handle certain situations but I really felt that this book of Jude answered it and I've been studying this book of Jude now for weeks well I I guess five weeks in particular because I started the week before I did the first one just so you understand how the math lines up and following after their own ungodly lusts. Well, some of these people who are full of apostasy, obviously their ungodly lusts would gain the world and the things that the world has to offer. I'm not beyond that. I want to be truthful with you. And I've shared this publicly before, so I'm not breaking news. Look, I was saved back in 98, so 24 years ago. But there was a time when I had fallen away. I'd never given up my faith, but I'd fallen away. And there was literally a couple years where I did not read the scripture. Now, I still would listen to it from time to time. I want to be honest with you there as well. But picking up the physical Bible, there was way too much conviction because the word is alive. It's not just words on a paper. It's alive. And I've loved certain things in the world. And if I read the Bible, it's going to put an end to that. It's going to help me end it. Because that's how God speaks to us through his word. One of the main ways he speaks to us. He speaks to us in different ways, of course, but one of the main ways is through his word. And so I thank God that he has kept me for Jesus Christ. And listen, if you've ever uh, experienced. A time like that in your life, please leave a comment. Um, it's good to be to be honest. And you know, when I share my testimony, I don't start with all the sin in my life uh before Christ, you know, BC, and then you know, after death. Because really, my testimony begins when I became born again. But even since then, there has been falling to this day. I'm falling. But my prayer consistently, acknowledging that I'm a sinner, I can't do it on my own. There's no way I'll earn my own way to heaven. I can't. Only the Lord can do it. But there's a sinful nature. I was born into sin, and so were you. And we sin every single day. But the more we get into his word, the more we stand in his presence, the less we will sin. And so I pray that I sin less each day as I get closer to God. And i suggest to you that's a good prayer, acknowledging that you're fallen and you cannot do it on your own. So this is where we turn the corner in uh, in verse twenty, <laughs> thankfully, right? This is a hard book, folks. Man, this is this has been tough on me, I've, and so I'm sure it's tough on you. Uh, but here's the good part. But you, <laughs> beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit. How do we build ourselves upon our most holy faith? We can't, surely we can't do this on our own. We can't. But you know how we do it? We choose to. God is the absolute pinnacle Description of the word gentleman. He will only come as close to you as you permit, as you press in. If you want God in the distance, you can still be saved and keep God at the distance. But build yourself up by pressing in to your most holy faith. Most isn't kind of holy faith. It isn't like, you know, the number one in holy faith. It is the most. There is no other. Most. Holy. Set apart. The opposite of this world. Not of this world. There's nothing in this world that is holy. There's no holy church there's no building that is set apart and holy. But it is your most holy faith, acknowledging and pressing in to the one and only true God, which is comprised of the Father, the author of everything. Jesus, the Word of God, the Word manifest, our Savior. And the Holy Spirit is known as the Helper, the Comforter. The Holy Spirit has many names, but the Holy Spirit is fully God. Don't discount the Holy Spirit. Because right then, right after saying this, it says... Uh, where, sorry, I lost my place, where, uh, keep yourselves, uh, but you, oh, yes, praying in the Holy Spirit. So how do we pray in, that's the key word, in the Holy Spirit? Many people, I, I know and this might be a, one of those divisive statements again. Many people might interpret that as, oh, well, you pray in tongues, and that's how you pray in the Spirit. Okay. I think that's true. Uh, when I pray in tongues, I do believe I'm praying in the Spirit. So I think that that is accurate. But there are many believers who do not have tongues. And for various reasons. Maybe God has not forced it on them, and maybe because of the circles they run in, a very conservative group. or uh, There's many reasons, and there's nothing wrong with not having tongues. That does not mean that your faith is less than mine, and it does not mean that you cannot pray in the Spirit. Praying in the Spirit is praying in God's will. It's acknowledging who he is and that we can't do it. So why do we even have to pray? God knows everything, right? He knows every single thought. He knows how many hairs are on your head. Why do we have to pray even? Doesn't he know? He knows what's best for you, knows what's best for me. But yet God requires of us that we pray and we're instructed to pray in his spirit. I think it's really, really easy. And you can just look at the Lord's Prayer. I know I've done this a few times. So let me just say the Lord's prayer. Um, I change the words a little bit. Uh, There's the corporate one, our father who art in heaven. Um, When I, I, I say the Lord's prayer every single day, but I just personalize it. And I acknowledge myself as a person and God as a person. And I say, my father who is in heaven, blessed is your name your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give me this day my daily bread and forgive me my trespasses and I will forgive those who trespass against me. And lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And I I really do that just for a simple reason. It's not to obscure scripture or to change the Lord's prayer. It's because if I'm praying by myself, why am I going to say our? I don't have the right to speak for my next door neighbor when praying to God. But his kingdom come, his will be done. If we are praying his kingdom On here, and by the way, this isn't the end of the age when his kingdom comes down. This is still his kingdom. Yes, he's given over domain. Adam lost the right. But God is still in charge. And God is very large. Nothing happens without permission of God. So when we pray, your kingdom come, your will be done. I suggest to you, that's praying in the Spirit. You don't have to say the Lord's Prayer, obviously, to pray in the Spirit. But you want to pray His will. What is His will? Read His book. He makes His will really clear. The Bible is not complicated legislation. It's not a book of complex rules that you must follow. He gave Ten Commandments. It's not that hard, folks. Acknowledge that the Lord died for you and rose again. It's not that hard. The Bible is simple. So pray in his spirit. And keep yourselves in the love of God looking forward to the mercy of our Lord Jesus to eternal life. What this says to me, and I'm sure there's many ways you can read about it, but looking forward to the mercy of our Lord Jesus. We've already experienced mercy, but what I think he's talking about here, when you read it in context of the book, First of all, it's when we're looking forward to the mercy of our Lord Jesus to eternal life, we're looking at the second coming of the Lord here because that's how we enter into eternal life. Um, You know, those of us who, you know, some of us will die and historically die before uh, the second coming, but it's still on that day that we're all there. Look, don't ask me to explain that. I actually... Probably can <laughs> to tell you the truth. I have studied enough uh, rocket science. You might say I'm i I'm I'm a really I'm a nerdy guy, folks. I study things like this mass energy, space time, because um, it intrigues me, and I can never get to the end. So it's an endless pursuit, uh, but I do enjoy it. So it says to be, you know, be, be waiting upon that return. Be, can't, can't Have that zest in your heart for that day that you stand with the Lord. It'll be a glorious day. The very next verse, 22, and this is very instructional for us. So I want you to hear this as instruction. And have mercy on some who are doubting. Look, I think uh, in our faith walk, and even some of us here are, you know, uh, "quote unquote" the uh, doubting Thomas. You know, how would I know unless I see the uh, the holes in your hand? Have mercy on them, love them. Don't say, "Are you stupid?" You just don't get it. Everyone has their walk, and God has predestined their walk. Some people will struggle and have to wrestle with the Word and with God much more. We don't know what shoes they've walked in. We don't know what their walk has been. No one except God really knows. Their parents don't know all their struggles. How many of you your parents know all of your struggles all the way through life. I bet you kept some secrets. So we're being instructed here to have mercy on some, not all, who are doubting. Perhaps sometimes we just need to move on and have someone else come in, but pray for that person. That's having mercy praying for them? Verse 23, save others, snatching them out of the fire. Who are the ones that are in the fire? And I think he's talking about Christians here. I, I can't prove that, folks, but I Think I feel that he's talking about Christians, but listen, if if you know someone who's not in Christ and is you know going towards the pit of hell, of course we want to snatch them. But to snatch them, that's it's almost it's a it's almost a violent word. You're snatching them. You're not giving them a choice. And. You know, as I was meditating on this earlier, I was thinking of Sodom and Gomorrah. Obviously, it's mentioned here earlier in the uh, in the book, Sodom and Gomorrah, but, you know, Lot, come out. <laughs> Lot, it's not going <laughs> to... This thing is going to burn up, Lot. Get out, Lot. Angels had to go in and literally snatch Lot out of Sodom and Gomorrah. So he would not be consumed by that fire. So some people we really have to snatch. And I would suggest to you that the number of those is greater than we have estimated in our own lives when we take our inventory of who God has put around us. And I I talk about this quite a bit in new goggles um, about taking inventory, what, who, and what has God put in your life to steward? Well, there's some people who God has put in your life that are going towards the fire, and we've just uh, not kept in touch. Perhaps it's hard these days. I'm I'm preaching to myself here, folks. I, this is this is my conviction. I don't mean to put it on you, but I suggest that. Uh, We all go through this human experience. And some have mercy with fear, hating even the garment polluted by the flesh. So how do we have mercy and fear This is a tough one, folks. I don't have the answer. (laughs) I just got to be honest. Um, The only thing I can think of is if you're going to go snatch someone out of a burning building, uh, you're probably fearful that you're going to get burnt going in. Um, But it's out of your mercy that you lay down yourself and go in to snatch that person. It's the only thing I can think of, folks. There's probably something much deeper (laughs) than he's saying. And uh, at this time, I just don't have it, so I'll leave that one there. And hating the garment polluted by the flesh, just hating what that person is wearing, you know. But you have to touch it to get them out. It's the only thing I can think of. It's like, oh, this is this is icky. This is this is gross. This is something I wouldn't want to do, but because of mercy, I'm going to go in and snatch you out. I don't know. Let me know what you think that means. Please, I really, really sincerely uh, put it in the comments of on, under the video. I'm really curious to see how you think what he's saying in 23 means. Verse 24. Now to him who is able to protect you from stumbling and to make you stand in the presence of his glory, blameless with great joy. So now to him, obviously, it's capitalized, uh, meaning God, who is able to protect you from stumbling. How does he do that? Well, he could do it in many ways, but one of the greatest ways is to know his word. You don't know a counterfeit unless you study the real thing counterfeits are purposefully convincing. So will the antichrist be. He's going to come as a angel of light. It's going to be very convincing, folks. Unless you know what the real thing is, many will be deceived in those days, even the elect. But he is able to protect you, and one of the ways is he has given you his word. And to make you stand in the presence of his glory, blameless with great joy. You know, at the end of a Singapore prayer celebration, we call it a celebration because we're filled with great joy at the end of it, most times. Last night I had a headache, I must admit. So I was struggling. And by the way, please pray. I got like a a pinched shoulder sort of thing happening. And it it has not been going away on its own. Um, I probably need to do something about it. So, But if you could pray, that would be great. Um, But to stand in the presence of his glory. That's what we do when we get together as a community and we pray. We invite the Holy Spirit there. And God's word says when two or more are joined, his presence is there. He's going to hear your prayer. He hears your prayer when you're solo, but how much more, and especially with a great group of people who really, really love God and love his word. If you want to experience some joy in your life, if you want to experience his presence, join us for Sing and You know, we get an average of maybe 25 people. Sometimes we've had 40, sometimes we've had 14. But, you know, probably an average of 24, 25. And yet thousands of you listen to me talk about it every single week. Don't you want to experience his presence? It's not That's not the only place you find his presence. But it is a place where his presence is. And his presence has been there on every single one that we've done every single one. We're batting 100% with the Lord showing up, and he's answering prayers. So perhaps there's a need in your life or someone you care about's life. Join us. And when you pray in the Spirit, we'll agree with you. Verse 25, to the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. To the only God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. What does that mean? I don't want to keep plugging new goggles to you folks, but it, I believe it really is a gift from God. Uh, it was to me, and I'm just sharing it with you. But I do a whole section on through God. And that's your thought life through God, how you speak to others you speak through Jesus Christ. and the last part of the of verse 25 be glory majesty dominion and authority before all time now and forever amen so the glory goes to him the majesty goes to him And all dominion and authority is through him, not through ourselves. We do not take things and give them to God. They're already his. We can be his sons and daughters, his kings and priests, and walk the earth and proclaim Lord have your spirit come down here let your will be done here let your glory come down on this area may it be sanctified by your blood we don't command it we ask and if we ask by praying in his will it will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. All right, so, boy, (laughs) this went uh, longer than I expected. I really want to give a history lesson and do some question and answers. Should I do that in another show? Should I break it up? Uh, put, put something in the comments. Let me know how you're feeling. They could go another half hour. Maybe it's only 10 minutes. I don't know. Thank you so much for being so active in the chat, by the way. I haven't had a chance to read them, uh, but I really appreciate that. Well, I'm not getting feedback. Well, you know what? I said I'd do it at the beginning of the show, so I'm just going to do it. I want to give a little bit of a history lesson. And this is more honesty than I had intended. By the way, before I forget, uh, please hit that like button, leave a comment, you know, stuff like that. Subscribe if you haven't. Uh, We do some good stuff on this channel. Uh, We've got a great team. And to even understand the team, there's a lot of people behind the scenes at Right On Radio who do not wish to be in the spotlight, do not, uh, you know, they just they just serve alongside of me. Um, this is not a solo sport, folks. I can't do it all on my own. And I need people who support and contribute. It's not easy coming up with content. Um so often as i do and quite honestly i've been considering for a long time now maybe i should just do one or two shows a week and just have more time to prepare make them better videos than i do um wouldn't be as spontaneous would be a little bit more methodical i don't know i'm going to uh to see how that uh how that goes. Oh, well, Reb put in a comment here. Uh, yes. Well, let me put it up here so I can read it. <laughs> Sorry, Reb, don't mean, Reb, you've been on the show, so you're now a public figure. Yes, my brother Jeff, I so appreciate what you were saying about standing before the Lord and letting the rest go. He is all that matters. Thank you for his word. Amen. And, uh, Shadows Mum, you get a, uh, Uh, shout out. Thank you. I think you're actually the first person to join the channel on YouTube. So (laughs) thank you. God bless you. And uh, I'll be delivering some stuff. And and just, I have this join thing. I just want to be clear. I'm not going to be giving out secret intel or anything like that. I'm not bribing you, coercing you in any way to join. Uh, But I will be doing like some live chats and stuff like that. And I'm going to create Uh, some Telegram channels for just those people. And from time to time, I'm just going to have a real candid conversation where everyone can speak. And, uh... oh, (laughs) thank you, Katie Q. Uh, So it is Katie Q. I did not know that this was your, uh, your handle on YouTube. Thank you. Uh... So anyways, we'll do some chats and stuff like that, but, Okay, here's here's the history, uh, the honest truth about right on radio. And I, I, the reason I want to do it now at the end of the book of Jude is because this is the third book that the Lord has led me to, uh, to study with you. We did, as I mentioned earlier, we did Revelation first, we covered the end, uh, what is to come, And then the Lord, and I knew that I knew, he said, go to the book of Acts. And the book of Acts is a long book. You know, we did every single chapter in detail. It took half a year. But it was worthwhile because that's the foundation of the church. That's the foundation. And that is my most humble opinion, what God is doing now. He's shaking the old that has got away from him, and he is restoring his church. And the book of Acts, well, it really starts with all of the Gospels, Jesus himself speaking, um, and he speaks in Acts as well. But it's this is our instruction, our template for how to do church. So I put that for your consideration. And then we do the book of Jude. And I did, when I did the first episode, I really thought I would do the book of Jude in one reading. That was my intention. It's a short book. Hey, we do a chapter every time. It's the length of a chapter, shorter than a lot of chapters that we've done. But yet it's taken four weeks to get through it. Not my plan. I can assure you, patience is not one of the strongest gifts in my life from God. It's a gift from God. It's not one of the strongest ones. And so to spend this amount of time going through it, God has had purpose in it. And by the way, I have a very strong faith. And so when I pray before the broadcast and in preparation of doing this broadcast, I'm praying in faith that his will will be done. And in this case, I think it's easily provable because I would have done it in one week and it took four weeks. And I'm even going over time on this fourth episode. When I first started Right On Radio, it was because... Well, let me even go back even further. Two years before I started Right On Radio the Lord prompted me. I have verification of when I got the URLs. Uh, my wife was part of that decision. I got several around the name Jeff Shepherd, which isn't my real name. And you guys know my real name is Jeff Ramsberger. Um, but I believe I was given the name Jeff Shepard. And by, my last name translates into Shepherd. So, Two years before I did the broadcast, I believe that came about. And but when I first started the broadcast, I did it because first of all, I was awakened and I've shared my story about how I've got I was one of the first recipients of Warren Cooper's VHS or, or Bill Cooper's uh VHS tapes. He was the original truth teller, um you know, whistleblower three letter agency, naval intelligence, stuff like that. By the way, this stuff is all over YouTube, search it out. If he's been right about almost everything. And so I was very awake to things in political and some of the spiritual stuff. And when I found out what was happening to children, when, you know, that, uh, that statistic about how many hundreds of thousands of kids go missing every single year. And there's no accountability. There's none. It hit me like a rock. And particularly when you hear of some of the torturous things that happen. Well, it was at that point I said, you know what? I'm not going to stand before the Lord and say, I knew and I did nothing. So what can I do? And so I started this podcast, not as a ministry. This is, this is the important point I want to make here. I did not start this as a ministry. I started it just wanting to wake up people. And get them aware of some of the things that are happening. Yes, I was already born again. Yes, I already had a strong faith. The truth is, I didn't, and to some extent, still do not even want a ministry. Why? It's not that I'm not called. Yes, I am called. I've been an evangelist all these years and actually quite effective at an evangelist, but it was on my time and hardly any accountability. So I had done the first couple episodes, which are actually quite embarrassing to me at this point in time. Uh, you can, you've truly seen me grow, uh, And I will grow a lot more over the coming days and years. You know, it takes practice, folks. We have to practice our faith. We have to practice podcasting. But it was a couple episodes in and I had heard Jesse on Good Dog. And I had never heard information like this before. And I had been in church for years. Never heard anything like it. And uh, I reached out to her. I joined Twitter just to be able to make contact with her and I invited her on the show. And listen, I think she came on the 13th episode and her second visit on Right On Radio was the 17th, I believe, or the 19th, but it was somewhere around there. And Um, at the time, like when she came on the first appearance, I had a hundred people listening. I just started, you know, and, and I was not advertising, you know, to all my professional contacts for obvious reasons. So, you know, I was limited in the amount that I wanted to market the podcast and I just simply went by Jeff. And part of that, I want to be honest, because I was going to come out with my, Full name right away. I, I believe in building brands and stuff like that. You know, I talk about business a lot. Um, and so I wanted to just brand my name, but my wife did not sign up for this. And I really have not wanted, and to this day, my wife does not want to be a public face in this. My wife is very private. Um, there's security concerns. There's all kinds of things like that. So I just went by Jeff. And Jesse came on the show. She went twice, and it was actually a a good friend of mine who really was not a believer at the time. He said, Jeff, you know, you really should get a co-host. And the only other person who had co-hosted the show was Jesse, and I thought the chemistry between us was quite good. Her information was obviously super interesting, uh, more interesting than what I had at the time. So, I invited Jesse to be part of the show. And when Jesse joined the show, she had a ministry already. So, it introduced a very interesting dynamic to Write on Radio, where I'm just a podcaster and she has her own ministry. And I was effectively giving her ministry a communication tool to reach out to people, uh, because it's always been my show. You have to understand that. Uh, Even though I've had co-hosts, it's always been my show. Don't get religious on me. Of course, I gave it to the Lord. But we went on, and we, uh, you know, people started flocking, uh, admittedly, more to hear Jesse's message, but I, you know, I think I had some respect from some people as we went through. And I tried to make it entertaining. I gave her lots of funny names and stuff like that. Because again, I was just being a podcaster. I was not considering myself to be in ministry by any way. And then we started progressing. The show started building. And these are important points that I want you to understand, okay? Because it, it, it affects our future going forward. So I apologize. This is long, but going forward, um, the first thing that happened was, you know, the, uh, Lord brought to my remembrance shepherd, Jeff shepherd. And so I just started using Jeff shepherd and I thought, Oh wow, that's what, uh, why God had given me this kind of a radio handle, and you know, many people in radio and things like that, or you know, on TV, uh, will use a different name. So I just adopted it, and really, Shepherd means my last name, and it's a little bit of my mission. Even at that point in time, where you know we're supposed to shepherd people in, um, you know, uh, we're called to be like Jesus, and that's what he did. What the apostles did. So it, it just seemed to fit, and I just ran with it, and it kept some an- anonymity. Um, and by the way, uh, you know, there's a blogger out there who was the first one to come out with my name, and it's and it's because, by the way, because I replied to an email to him. Because since day one, even though I was not giving out my last name on the show, anyone who has my show email because they were going to be part of the show or whatever. I did not want to have any deception. The email comes from my proper first and last name. Always has. If someone's going to be contributing to the show or coming on, they deserve to know. I didn't want to put so, because they might not have listened to the show. They might not have seen the evolution of it, but they're coming on as a guest or something. Here's actually who I am. I've put that out from day one. But I answered a couple questions to a blogger, George Bailey, and so he decided to expose Jeff and put out his last name, you know, possibly putting my wife in danger, my family, stuff like that, but that's okay. God's protecting us. But that's what you did, George. Just want to let you know. Wonder if that's really your name. How come you don't show your face? It's amazing how many people will go out there and uh, and accuse others, but they hide behind different names and stuff, but they call out others. It's interesting. So then we progressed, and it was live on the air that I came up with this idea of the SOS Army. It was not premeditated. I didn't plan it out. And believe me, all the people working in the background of Right On Radio cursed me (laughs) for doing this. Not not in a literal sense, but man, I I put them in the most awkward position because I make messes and these people help help clean it up. That's the honest truth. And I came up with it, and here's how it came about. The word sheeple, I've never meant to be derogatory. I know it sounds that way. But I got it from Bill Cooper. He always said, wake up, sheeple, and it was an homage to him. And it was literally, spur of the moment, on the spot, on air. Jesse didn't know I was going to say it. I didn't know I was going to say it. No one knew I was going to say it. But I started the SOS Army. SOS works because, you know, save our souls. That's kind of a good thing, right? But also, shepherds of sheeple. Because we are coming into the fold. We're understanding what's going on with the world, and we go out as an army to be shepherds of sheeple. I think it was a very good thing to name, and I've had so much flack for using that name. But I'm here to tell you right now, I stand by the name. Those are the reasons it came, and I'm going to stick with it. In fact, I'm going to start building it again because I've prayed to the Lord for six months over this. And actually, I'm behind schedule on doing it. But it is powerful. It's a powerful idea. It's powerful when we get together. It's powerful when we move as one. And the world needs to wake up. How do you take territory when you're living in this world? Did Has God ever formed an army? Maybe there will only be 300 of us. It can make a pretty big difference in the world. So I'm going to stick by that. But I digress. Something happened right when we started this that became a huge hindrance. And I'm not saying it was intentional. I'm not putting blame on anyone. But I want to be forthright with you when we started when i announced that all these people who kind of are are assistants and we had teams that were helping out both jesse and i they went holy moly (laughs) what are we gonna do here because the complication was jeff just a podcaster Just want to put out an entertaining show, get some truth out there, wake people up, glorify God at the same time. Yeah, hallelujah. But Jesse had a ministry side, so we were split. And it was decided at the time for Jesse's protection that we needed to vet people who came into the army. Now, I could go on a whole tirade about this but the way i was told the reason why i was told we had to do this is was for her protection uh i care about jesse greatly you know and of course you don't i don't want harm to come to anyone who's around me so i agreed to it and it in in retrospect it really hurt the objective that i had with it. So I'm, I'm taking the ministry out, but my objective was to be able to get together a mailing list, to get, to be able to get communication out, be able to get when the shows are coming out, to be able to put out messages from time to time. Hey, we need to pray here. We need to do this. Uh, here's an angle that we can do. Here's your Senator's, uh, phone number. Like I could use it for things like that, but the vetting process was, excruciating and it turned many people off because it was really an invasion into privacy. And there's a reason why people on social media have handles and stuff like that. And just like I wanted my name to be respected, I want other people's names to be respected, but I didn't want to put someone Jesse in danger. So I went along with it. Well, then a whole bunch of stuff happened behind the scenes and, You know, there were some wolves in sheep's clothing in our midst. Uh, This show has been sabotaged so many times, I can't even begin to count how many people have come in and tried to sabotage us. But yet, God keeps us going. And behold, before, um, months before, uh, releasing Jesse and, you know, she's doing her own show now, you know, she still goes on these other programs, but she has her own show even. And, uh, so I think things have worked out, you know, um, but even months before that, I really felt that the Lord was putting a ministry in my lap. And, you know, in, uh, in acts, we talk about kicking against the goads, (laughs) Well, that's uh that's how I that's how I roll with the lord. I kick against the goads. And why wouldn't I? Listen, there's something that has been very true in my life. My wife has said this from the day she met me. I've been God's spoiled little brat. And I have been spoiled by him. He loves me. He loves me a lot. And he has spoiled me. So why would I want to change that and bring up, you know, and and let his hand come upon me and reprove me because the father reproves those he loves. I just want to stay here, God. You know, this this is good enough. But it wasn't good enough. You know the Lord had me do that stewardship course, and you won't believe the amount of flock, flack I have about that. Oh, Jeff's a grifter. Jeff's a, Jeff's been losing money on this podcast since the day it started. So don't give me that. Believe me, I could make a lot more money if I did one show a week. I'd go work full, do do my stuff full time, and make a ton of money. I'm not a grifter. I want to assure you of that. But I put out this course because stewardship is important to God. I've proved it time and time again. So I don't need to do it again today. But in the midst of doing that, the greatest lesson is always for the teacher. I already knew how to steward money and finances and how to build businesses. And I I knew that. I, I came up through the ranks, folks. I've been an entrepreneur for years. I already knew how to do that. But you know what God did? He showed me that he's given me tens of thousands of people, and I need to steward you. This is a huge responsibility. I just want to be the spoiled brat. So I kick against the goads. But now, I'm all in. I'm going to be relaunching the SOS Army. And if you want to seriously get into the fight, there's no cost. Essentially, you're going to get onto a mailing list. Right now, all that happens is you get notification of an episode. And by the way, for I think there's about 1,400 people right now still on that list. um, Please open up that mail, just even if you already know what it says by the title, just open it and then close it. If you don't mind, make it so it doesn't go in your junk email. Uh, It'll really help so that you're not so the emails aren't flagged because it is a bulk email that goes out and we are going to organize. It's going to take a little bit of time to build folks, but do you want to make a difference in this world? Are you like me? Do you want to stand before the Lord and say, you did something, you made a difference? Well, I think All of us together can make a bigger difference than just one person. So, I've always kept the link in the description. If you want to sign up, please do. It's not going to cost you anything. It's not a sales tool. Although, when I do come out with new courses and stuff like that, I'll offer exclusive discounts. That's it. But I think we got to start organizing as an army. And so I'm also uh, at this point in time wanting to recruit some more people at the back end. Uh, many of you who know the show know that I have, well, she still is my personal assistant, but it was uh, a little over half a year ago. She had a, a, a pretty bad injury and she hasn't been able to serve in her normal capacity. She's one of my best friends. Uh, man, I need her, but right now she she has to take care of herself, and so I'm looking for some people to assist. Um, she's always got that number one spot. Let's get as many people into the harvest. The Antichrist is building up the end time scenario as we speak. He's done it in every generation. So he's doing it in this one too. But why not get organized for the harvest? We know the harvest is coming. God's promised it. Let's get organized. And by the way, I'm just thinking of this now. Again, I'm making this up as we go. I'm not reading the script, folks. Uh, but you know, we'll probably have some prepper details and stuff like that that we can send out and share. Um, I want to launch this, uh, other community thing where we can really help each other out on there as well. But just one thing at a time, I can only do so much. I need help. I need people that, uh, are not going to come in as wolves and sheep's clothing. So um, it's not as easy to get people that I can trust things to. But my desire is and to, uh, even though they're in the background, to lift them up and uh, to come in and serve alongside. So that is a write-on radio history lesson. I'm sure there's more I could have covered. But going forward this is, you know, a ministry, uh, we're still going to talk God and politics, still going to do some rock and roll shows. We're going to do all of that, uh, because that also helps bring in some of the unbelievers when we do like a rock and roll show, maybe a new niche that the Lord has given me and put on my heart. I don't know where it's going to go, but I do think, and I'm convicted of the fact that, uh, I think the church has made a huge mistake by never talking politics. Oh, I don't want to offend. If the word of God of God is offensive, then and you don't want to preach it, stop preaching. The word of God should never be watered down. It should never be a performance, a feel-good, some razzle dazzle from the stage. Look how clever. He is, and I'm not against cleverness, but do not hide parts of the word of God. We need the word of God as a whole sum, Old Testament, New Testament, Genesis to Revelation. And we might look at some of the other books like Enoch and that from time to time, not to contradict anything that's in the Bible. No, no, no just additional information from time to time this book of jude quoted enoch so it's okay but it's not the gospel it's not the canon all right um look i'm already way over time but i did say in the title that i would do a question and answer i have not looked at the chat at all um because i can't while speaking uh well <laughs> so let's uh Go back. If you have a question, uh, I can't go too far back. Just write Q or something, uh, put question, or do it in all caps. Make it stand out. Um. (laughs) Okay, I got to put that on the screen, Reb. Okay, okay, I confess. Rebecca is not my first name. It's my second. Thank you for your honesty and being real, Jeff. Something I appreciate. And by the way, you don't have any obligation to give your first name out. Yeah, thank you for saying that. Sometimes the links don't work. You have to actually copy and paste it or you have to type them into a browser. Um, I don't know why that is, folks. I'm not uh I'm not a computer guy, that's not my specialty. But sometimes sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Uh, at worst, copy and paste it or you know, do it from your computer if that's easier than on your phone. But a lot of time you can just highlight it on your phone and then copy and paste it into a browser or retype it something like switchway.com slash ROR easy enough to type okay uh yeah thank you Misty River for for everything you do unbelievable um okay so, yeah so it that came from it won't let me click on SOS Army it says it can't be found on Safari so yeah that was the answer to that question and thank you Daniel Patriot Girl uh you have been uh, you really stand out to me with all your comments and wonderful words that you give um okay barbara writes interesting your name issue when i pray for you i use shepherd when i saw your real name used that unsure what who you were so i decided and stayed with shepherd you are shepherding well thank you, Barbara. The, the truth is God knows who you're t- praying about. So yeah, I don't think it matters so much. Oh, no, I don't see any questions. So I'll give it, uh, just a moment here. If you want to get a question in, I'm willing to answer anything kind of in the context of what we talked about. I don't want to get on a sidetrack, but, uh, Okay. Well, I don't see any questions come in, so I will end it there. Uh, Remember, hit the like and leave a comment if you like. I really have been making a great effort to respond to all of the uh, comments or most of them. Sometimes they don't. I don't know how it works. Sometimes they're not at the top or whatever. I have it set so they come in order, but it doesn't always happen that way. Well, God bless each and every one of you. Thank you for being here. Remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself, and make a difference in your community.